0: You're listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. We are currently one week away from the start of the second semi-annual Bride Tribe Retreat. I'm, I'm very excited about next week. We are going to be seeing a whole number of you that follow us, and have connected with us in community, in person in Dallas. Folks, if you want to be made aware of the opportunity to hang out with Bride Tribe people, you have to attend the Fireplace Church. That is the only place where we are opening up Certain aspects of the ministry. If the only place you find us is on the podcast, on one of our channels, and you know, catching us maybe months behind and so forth, you're not going to stay abreast of what we are actually tracking. But I'll tell you, we're opening up some really cool things. As a matter of fact, at the Fireplace Church, we have a new plan to build community and to open up opportunities for making friends and uh, compatriots and so forth in the next couple months. And so, look, Fireplace Church is a big part of our ministry at Bride Ministries, and you can catch us every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time by just going to the website, clicking the Fireplace Church tab. Now, there's a lot of exciting things coming to Bride Ministries in the near future. Other exciting things beyond a Bride Tribe retreat include a... Redesign. We are actually going to be reframing the ministry. We are moving to a, a, a platform with Bride Ministries International. We're, we're, we're rebranding as Bride Ministries International. Why? Because that's our reach. We, we're in countries all over the world just as much as we are in America. It's internet-based, and so we're, we're all over the place. And... Uh, We're going to be rebranding our our logo and our website. And while what we have is certainly an upgrade of what we were working with three years ago, uh, we are continuing to shoot higher. We are going to continue to be releasing more courses through the Bride Ministries Institute throughout the end of the year, which is very exciting. And that is really going to become a mainstay of what we offer because through that we are giving people practical activation and equipping in things that are going to revolutionize their lives and the lives of those around them and so uh, keep an eye out for all of that now i i I don't want to hammer you over the head with all the cool stuff that we're doing for too long because that irritates some of you when i talk too much at the front okay i want to say thank you to our donors and those that financially support us we are very grateful you are pushing us along you're making everything we're doing possible by the way have I mentioned that we're saving up to build safe houses and survivor housing? Um, that's also on the agenda. You are helping us to create solutions that others are not building. And, and and we have a unique mandate. And it's necessary. So thank you. And for those of you that have been thinking about it, maybe you haven't pulled the trigger, just go to bridemovement.com. Um, there's a donate button. And there's also a P.O. Box where you can send us stuff. With that said... Today's program is going to be intense. And I have a gentleman, we haven't had him on a podcast before, but he has certainly been making waves and uh, he has a lot to say. Let me tell you, if you are easily offended, you're probably going to be offended during this podcast. With that said, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. Well, folks, it is another day of Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall, and I'm very excited to introduce on our program a gentleman by the name of Robert David Steele. Now, you may have already found some of his stuff on YouTube and other places. He certainly has an incredible resume. Uh, We are so excited to have him on the podcast this week to break down some things, uh, the truth behind the scenes. Now, He was actually recommended for the Nobel Peace Prize in 2017. He is a pro bono chief enabling officer of Earth Intelligence Network, a 501c3 devoted to teaching holistic analytics, true cost economics, and open source everything engineering. He's also now the CEO of Open Source Everything. He has incredible insights and a website at www.robertdavidsteel.com. Welcome to the program.
1: Oh, I'm very glad that you invited me. Thank you.
0: Well, we're excited to have you. I've, I've heard you. I've had, heard some of the things you have to say. I'm so excited to pick your brain. I want to begin by having you introduce yourself and have you discuss a little bit about your background with the intelligence community.
1: Well, the short answer is I'm not a typical American in that I grew up overseas. I was the son of an oil engineer. And I spent 10 years in Latin America, 10 years in Asia, including four years in Vietnam as a child, not as a combatant. Um, I saw the uh, 10 coup d'etats. I saw the burning monks. I mean, I've lived all of that as a child. I came back for university. I did an A.B. in political science, a uh, master's degree in international relations, decided I had gotten too academic. So I joined the United States Marine Corps. And I became an infantry officer. And then an adjutant, which is the senior staff officer for security and personnel for a battalion landing team, came back to the United States, found the Marine Corps boring in peacetime. So I was very privileged to be selected. I think it's one out of 25,000 by the CIA. My class was one of the few classes where they were actually looking for self-starter entrepreneurs. Half my class quit within five years because they found the CIA environment very, very toxic. But I was lucky. I lasted nine because I had three back-to-back chasing terrorists. I was one of the first two officers in the world who was assigned terrorism full-time in the field in the 1980s. Um, I uh, came back. I did uh, collection management. I did uh, advanced information technology. I did counterintelligence. And by the grace of God, the United States Marine Corps invited me to leave the CIA and come create the Marine Corps Intelligence Command. I was the senior civilian. That's when I discovered that the secret world doesn't know very much. That's when I discovered that we were ignoring what I now call open source intelligence. So I started the modern open source intelligence movement, but CIA has fought me every step of the way. Because the absolute last thing that the CIA clandestine service wants is people discovering that legal, ethical, overt human sources are more valuable than secret sources. So they insisted that open source limit itself to passive online media monitoring, which is less than 10% of what matters. So it's been a dogfight. Uh, But I think uh, we're on the verge of winning. And uh, if someone who listens to me is president, sometimes I cut the CIA by 70%. Uh, and put the savings into open sources.
0: Mm. So you are a big advocate for economic reform.
1: Well, all kinds of reform, actually. It's funny you mention that, because I was originally all about intelligence reform. Mm -hmm. And then that became governance reform. And then I realized that nothing can be reformed unless you do election reform first. In other words, election reform is root If you can't put 100 percent of the public back into the election system, then you don't have a government of by and for the people. You have a government of by and for special interests. And your listeners need to understand that the Democrats control 17 percent of the vote, the Republicans control 13 percent of the vote. There's another 20 percent of activists, independents, Greens, libertarians, and so forth. 50 percent of the public does not vote. Barack Obama was elected by 26% of our voters, and Donald Trump was elected by 27% of our eligible voters. The US government, as now elected, is not representative of the public.
0: That's um, really good information. Okay, I really have some concerns about this thing called the caravan. And I know that we have definitely in our ministry prayed about the whole situation. You have all these people coming up from South America determined to cross our border.
1: Actually, they've been paid to come up to cross our border.
0: (laughs) Thank you for saying that. I believe that George Soros is behind some of this. I want you to break it down. What is really going on here?
1: Well, my sources are secondary since I'm not there. But all of the secondary sources that I've seen suggests that this is in fact a covert operation against Donald Trump, against the U.S. government, against the American Republic. People have been paid and they've also been lied to. They've been told they'll have no trouble getting in. Uh, and what you see is a very carefully staged managed operation where they're putting women and children in front, but in fact the majority of this caravan is, is military age males, single males. Uh, you also see that everywhere they go, they have their soup kitchens, they have their porta-potties, they have their shelters. This is an organized caravan against the United States of America. I am hopeful that Mexico has been incentivized by uh, Donald Trump to turn them all back. In fact, we have a post at 5 One alert reader has suggested that we sort all these people in southern Mexico into their respective countries. We provide military training home and we deduct the cost of that military operation from the aid that we're giving to those countries, which is intended to keep their people home in the first place. This is absolutely organized, maybe not by George Sotos. He may be dead. Um, He has transferred his entire wealth to the Open Source Foundation. His children are said to have split up his inheritance. Nobody has seen him alive in recent uh, months. Uh, And some of these people that are the target for Donald Trump's sealed indictments are now starting to fake their deaths. So there's a lot going on in background. Bottom line, this caravan is enemy action.
0: Okay, talk about this a little bit more. Fake deaths and sealed indictments. Okay, what do you know about that? I'm just um, really excited to have you talk about it.
1: I really, again, I have to stress secondary Mm. sources, okay? I don't work for Donald Trump. I don't talk to Donald Trump. I can only speculate. But what I have seen is a really ingenious campaign to create anywhere from 20 to 40,000 sealed indictments. But here's the clever trick. 95% of those indictments will not be unsealed. No action will be taken. What that does is that neutralizes 95% of the deep state. It basically puts every banker, every pedophile, every media, every, every trader, dual citizens, U.S. Israeli citizens, as well as Saudi and other citizens, but the Israelis are the worst. It puts them all on notice. Now, you combine that with what is known about Guantanamo. We've converted Guantanamo from a tent city for terrorists to a Marriott Courtyard for elite traders, all right? And they know it. I speculate that the president will arrest no more than 1,000 people. Hmm. Now, before he can arrest Bill and Hillary Clinton, he has to arrest Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. It looks like George H.W. Bush, who is the real archetype for evil, it looks like he's going to escape to his deathbed uh, in a way like McCain. But the root of all evil in modern history is not democratic, it's George H.W. Bush, who found a way to really take the Central Intelligence Agency, which was created by Wall Street, to be its secret platform within the U.S. government. George H.W. Bush is basically the guy behind all of the so-called legalized drug running. He's the guy that put rogue elements of the U.S. government into the business of drugs, guns, gold, cash, and small children. And Dick Cheney was his foreman. Mm-hmm.
0: So only, in, in your opinion, and, and from your secondary sources, you're looking at only about a thousand of these sealed indictments actually being opened.
1: Now That's my first. personal opinion. Uh, you, first off, we can't handle, even with military tribunals, we can't handle more than a 1000 Mm-hmm. Okay, it would be easier to just shoot them extrajudicially, but I don't think we need to do that. This is a very, as best I can tell, mm-hmm. Donald Trump really is a genius and he is being backed by some extraordinarily intelligent, patriotic people in the military and the intelligence community and perhaps the financial community. We are literally flipping the enchilada. Okay, uh, and this is a good thing. Donald Trump is restoring. Uh, the Constitution. He's restoring the republic, and so all of these sealed indictments are essentially, got my eyes on you. Okay, I can send you to Guantanamo any I want. I can also have you shot uh, in the night, but we're not going to do that. I think 1,000 is the right number, and of those 1,000, 100, and of those 110, okay. So you're you really doing some very fascinating things, and it's not just traitors. It's people, for example that have been doing vaccination programs to sterilize women. Uh, It's people that have been pushing vaccination programs in the United States which cause autism. Donald Trump's son, his youngest son, may have autism from vaccinations. There's a lot of illegal stuff going on, not just drugs and guns and cash and, and pedophilia, but I consider the Center for Disease Control to be a criminal agency. They're in the business of protecting pharmaceutical companies who have a special court to protect the pharmaceutical companies from vaccinations that have literally destroyed people's lives.
0: And now, folks, you see why I'm excited to have Robert David Steele on the podcast with me. You don't
1: sound very excited, but I'm glad (laughs) that you're excited. You're clearly a balanced, uh, stable personality.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I I try to stay balanced. I try not to, like, you know, get too excited. But the thing is, look, we're getting into this now you're talking about drug running you're talking about
1: uh you know why nafta was passed Mm -hmm. to make it easier for rogue elements of the u.s government and george hw bush in texas to smuggle drugs in large quantities into the united states of america that was the primary purpose of nafta and bill clinton was george hw bush's partner all right crime in the united states is nonpartisan. we have a two-party tyranny that lives to support the 1% elite that are killing the United States of America.
0: Well, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, there's certainly a lot of killing going on, especially through the pharmaceutical industry and the GMO on I agree, spots. I um, agree.
1: and geoengineering.
0: Oh gosh, so much. Okay, okay, here's the thing. Yeah,
1: but well, make sure we get through all of our questions.
0: <laughs> well, we have a few questions to get through here, sir. All right. um, You're talking about drug running. You're talking about pedophilia. You're talking about arms deals at the centerpiece of this. There are a lot of operations that make it possible through mind control. Okay. And though there is an extraordinary amount of evidence available to the public, um, People still struggle with the, And this frustrates me because we work with these people. We actually work with defectors. We work with um, people from every kind of cult from the Illuminati down at this ministry. Um, people are still struggling with the idea that government agencies and intelligence communities are involved in mind control projects. And I just want to let you talk a little bit about your understanding and any firsthand I mean, data points you carry.
1: Let me say that most of my knowledge does not come from being a former spy. It comes from being the top Amazon reviewer for nonfiction. (laughs) And I'm no longer the top Amazon reviewer for nonfiction because I removed all 2,500 of my reviews in protest because Amazon is banning books and reviewers and reviews that are not politically correct. For example, they're banning my memorandums for the president on Sandy Hook. Amazon has no integrity and is being guided league, the secret police for the Zionists. So Amazon is part of Google Gestapo, very much anti-Christian and anti-American. Um, now, most of my reading in nonfiction, including guys like Michael Rupert and uh, David Ray Griffin and Peter Dale Scott, who's the original author on The Deep State, I stand on the shoulders of others. I have learned from over... 5,000 authors. I've only reviewed 2,500 of the 5,000 or so books I've read in the last 15 years. Um, Almost all nonfiction. I think I've read maybe 20 fiction books. And generally, uh, they're fiction that is uh, there to avoid lawsuits. For example, there's an excellent book called Broken, which is about how the US tortures people. Mm. And it's, it's billed as fiction so that they don't have to get into legal arguments, but it's very much the reality of US torture, including US waterboarding. I'm one of The original letter against torture uh, to John McCain, Stansfield-Turner was one of the other signers. Um, We're doing a lot of evil things. I mean, basically, I'm in favor of closing all 1,000 of our military bases overseas, because those bases are used as lily pads for smuggling guns, drugs, cash, gold, and small children. The U.S. military, whether it admits it or not, is in the business of pedophilia. And uh, Dynacor, which my my partner, Cynthia McKinney, a woman, um, absolutely qualified to be president one day. Cynthia McKinney was grilling Dynacor. It turns out Dynacor is in the business of smuggling children for profit. Uh, This is just absolutely outrageous. Um, So what I have learned... And I am a, uh, not only a commissioner, but chief counsel on the Judicial Commission of Inquiry into Human Trafficking and Child Sex Abuse. What I have learned is that we have 18,000 police jurisdictions in the United States that are turning a blind eye, not only to pedophilia, but to murderous pedophilia, mm. where the kid reaches their expiration date after two years, they're murdered, and nobody cares.
0: Murderous pedophilia. All right. And I let me—I can't tell you the number of stories I've personally been told because I'm working with people that have memories of the rituals and the events during which. Right. Ritual.
1: And we do need to get back to, back back to mind. mind control. I apologize for not answering your question.
0: Oh, no, no, no. It, I mean, you're just opening uh, it up. Let me
1: answer very quickly. Mind yeah. control is very, very real. Hmm. The CIA and NASA, because people have to remember when we brought the Nazis into America against Harry Truman's orders, we parked them in two places the CIA and the National Aeronautic and Space Administration. And to all of your listeners, a book by Kathy O'Brien, Trance Formation of America. It's an excellent book. I find it completely credible. And as a commissioner and chief counsel, I have heard from other witnesses who validate this whole mind control thing. Mind control is used to commit crimes, including assassination, including the patsies for the false flag operations. This synagogue thing was a false flag operation planned jointly by the Anti-Defamation League and the Federal Emergency Management Agency. And they are lying to the public, which was legalized when Barack Obama overturned the Smith-Mundt Act provisions against lying to the public. Okay? So the synagogue thing is a false flag organized by the ADL with FEMA complicity. The are also a false flag operation. Sayok is a Filipino who has had a life of crime with one week in jail. He is clearly being handled by the sheriff of Broward County. Now, what is Broward County? Broward County is the center of Chabad supremacist cult activity in the United States of America. And Debbie Wasserman Schultz is the queen of the Chabads in Broward. This was Debbie Wasserman Schultz's op. And Sayok is ultimately going to be found out to have been sent by the Chabads with the complicity of the sheriff and the FBI and others. Part of the problem is the FBI can't do real counterintelligence because they're part of the problem. Uh, It's a real, it's a real issue. Mm.
0: Coming back now because you brought up children. I can't That's leave right. this one alone. Okay, can you break down why the sex trafficking crisis is so hard to solve? Like, yeah. why didn't I'll, people... I'll, I'll give
1: it to you in two words? Mm. Judges and prosecutors are pedophiles.
0: Come on, the
1: entire judicial system is permeated with pedophiles and murderous pedophiles in Minnesota and Florida in particular. There's some very famous cases that are gonna break open in the next couple of years and I'm expecting some judges and pedophiles, uh, some judges and prosecutors in Minnesota to go to jail for the rest of their life. Um, this stuff can no longer be held down. But what I have learned over time, and Matt Toby did an excellent book called The Divide, which is about one legal system for the poor and one legal system for the rich. What I have found over the last 10 years is that the American legal system is monetizing children and it is monetizing the elderly. There are systems in the United States in place where judges and prosecutors and sheriffs get a percentage of the estate from an elderly person who is declared incompetent, becomes a ward of the state, and they strip the assets from that elderly person, even if their relatives are standing at the door protesting. Okay, if I ever have a president that listens to me, I'm going to want a special prosecutor to look at every single elderly person who has been made a ward of the state across the United States of America and I want to hang some judges and prosecutors.
0: Strong words, but I I, I mean I
1: okay. When I say hang metaphorically. I actually want <laughs> them to in to prison for the rest <laughs> of their life.
0: I, I get it. I get it. Okay. So so I mean This is a problem that we've run into. You know, I have people writing in all the time and they say, you know, we know our children are being abused. They're being hurt by evil people. We take it to court and the judges are turning the children over to the perpetrators and taking them away from the parties that are trying to protect the children. The
1: American legal system sucks.
0: Do you see a road to correction?
1: Donald Trump, followed Mm -hmm. by Cynthia McKinney and Robert Steele and John McAfee. And if we can find someone with a brain, the Green Party president. (laughs) We're actually having this discussion. Imagine if I and Cynthia McKinney and John McAfee and let's say David Swanson for the Green Party, because when Jill Stein painted graffiti on tractors, she lost it. She's dead. She's irrelevant. So let's say the four parties, the four individuals run, and I'll run as a Republican, and Cynthia would run as a Democrat, uh, McAfee is a Libertarian. Imagine if we all agreed on a coalition cabinet and a balanced budget and 10 new initiatives, and we all ran together. And imagine if we made a deal across the four of us, that we would divide up the 435 congressional districts and we would have a bullet vote so that we would elect 50 Libertarians, 50 Independents and 25 Greens. So all the Greens in 50 districts would vote for the Libertarian and all of the Libertarians in 50 districts would vote for the Greens, all by prior arrangement. There is a peaceful revolution coming to this country. I will not run against Donald Trump. But if Donald Trump drops out, drops out, I will absolutely run against Mike Pence, who is himself suspected of being an alleged pedophile. Wow.
0: Let me, you're touching now, on so By the way, people. I have to
1: say for the record, he's innocent until proven guilty. But okay. one of the reasons Mike Flynn got fired was mm. because Amsterdam provided a list of all the elite pedophiles, and one of them was Mike Pence's best friend.
0: My gosh. Well, that's and oh, by
1: the way, Joe Joe Biden is 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 I think very suspect, also, which is why Joe Biden will not run for president in twenty twenty.
0: You talked about monetizing children and monetizing the elderly. Yes, I want to have you talk a little bit about the prison system. Ah. I know it's not on a. Que- it's not on no, a question, I'm, I'm, I'm totally out.
1: with you. Let me say, let me say that Cynthia and I, Cynthia and I, have recommended ten things for Donald Trump to do in order to hold the House. Okay, and I'm certainly hoping that this broadcast will be aired before Election Day. Um, among the ten things that we've recommended to the president is that he pardon all of the Black Panthers. There are about twelve of them who are still in prison. They are America's last political prisoners. He should also pardon the leaders of the American Indian movement, particularly Leonard Pelletier, who is in prison. If he does those two things, he's gonna get the attention of the black males and the uh, Indian uh, movement. We genocided the Indians, we enslaved the blacks, and we have used the prison system as a profit center to include judges being bribed to send white teenagers to jail. Because the judges are getting a head tax, okay? I'm I'm really disgusted with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. There, that, and by the way, we have to point out to your listeners: the Federal Bureau of Investigation was founded by a pedophile. J. Edgar Hoover was a pedophile, cross-dressing homosexual who took small children from the mafia as gifts, and that's relevant today. Because I believe that J. Edgar Hoover put in place pedophiles at all levels, and today at the seventh floor of the FBI and in the Supreme Court, there are pedophiles whose job it is to protect other pedophiles who come in conflict with the law. So I think the FBI has a pedophile chain of command. It has a Knights of Malta chain of command. It has a Zionist chain of command, okay? Okay. Uh, And so you can't trust any government agency today to actually deliver justice.
0: But you are convinced that Donald Trump's sorting some of this out.
1: Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And, And one of the things that troubles me is the degree to which not only the mainstream media, but the social media are completely controlled by the Zionists. I will point out to you that gab which was created as an alternative to Twitter when Twitter started censoring all the conservative voices, Gab was just shut down by its provider based on the fact that the Patsy for the synagogue bombing was a hater. Now, follow me closely here. In January 2018, the Department of Homeland Security did an invited walkthrough in the synagogue. And this Patsy joined Gab and started making anti-Jewish statements. I believe the Anti-Defamation League has planned for the destruction of Gab from January of 2018. This was all a setup, and what just happened to Gab was done with the planning and the oversight and the financing of the Anti-Defamation League, which is the secret police in the United States of America. And by the way, you better post this on BitChute because YouTube trusts the ADL to knock out every YouTube that's critical of the ADL.
0: And you uh, you did request that this would be on BitChute and we're going to create a way to put this on BitChute without question. So thank you for saying all of that. You know, um, I agree 100%. <laughs> You know, in, individuals, especially from inner city circumstances, are, it seems like they're commoditized in the justice system. Yes,
1: yes. They're just it's a commodity. Worse than that. New York was spending $75 million a year to put black people in jail for marijuana, recreational marijuana use, so they could then turn around and redline those districts and turn them into condos for rich white people. Okay? The degree to which we are screwing the 99% is beyond articulation. Donald Trump has done many great things. What he has not done is connected with the 99%. And that's why Cynthia McKinney and I created Hashtag unrig. And that's why we're trying to get everybody to understand that we are screwed as long as we have a two-party tyranny.
0: Okay. Um, hashtag unrig. It's on your shirt. I'm looking at it. Uh, for those that just hear the audio of this, you, you know, you get to get on YouTube and watch the video. You can see
1: or just look up Hashtag unrig. Yeah, or we just look it
0: up. <laughs> RobertDavidSteele.com. What does it mean?
1: Hashtag unrig was inspired by Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Now, I've always known that we have criminal elements running the U.S. government and so forth. But the president, God bless him, said one day on the campaign, he said, the system is rigged. And I actually gave this speech to uh, Rolling Thunder in front of the Lincoln Memorial. This was my Forrest Gump moment. It was wonderful. Watched Speaking it. to thousands of people uh, for three minutes, I suddenly realized hashtag #unrig. That is the one thing that every Republican, every Democrat, every Green, every Libertarian, every Constitution Reform, Working Families, Justice Party, and Independence. We should all agree. We want to unrig the system. Yes. The the one percent uses the two party tyranny, which I credit to Teresa Amato, who wrote an extraordinary book called the grand illusion, the myth of voter choice in a two-party tyranny. We don't have voter choice. All of these electronic voting machines are rigged so that the winner is known before the first vote is cast. Okay? They're all dirty, which is why we wanted Donald Trump to insist on paper ballots counted publicly for this election. But we can't reach him. He is being told to stay away from us because we're communists, we're Muslim sympathizers, that's nothing could be further from the truth. I wrote the first article in August of 2015 on how Donald Trump can win. I wrote the Trump revolution series, which is free online and also at Amazon. Donald Trump needs the 99% in order to have a successful second term. Um, so hashtag on is very simple. I have spent the last six years talking to thousands of people and I pulled together 12 specific reforms that have to be done together. All of these people that talk about finance reform or instant uh, um, uh, runoffs or whatever, they're all part of a plot to divide and conquer. They're not doing holistic analytics. If you don't do all 12 reforms at the same time, then it's possible to still rig the system, even with instant runoffs. If you have instant runoffs in electronic voting machines, you're fried. Okay? If you have campaign finance reform, but you can't get on the ballot, you're fried. Um, if the media uh, controls the debates, and particularly, I will point out to everybody, that the League of Women Voters lost their integrity. They allowed the Republican and Democratic parties to take the presidential debates away from them because they had the temerity to say they were going to ask questions that would not be provided in advance, and they wanted to have third, fourth, and fifth party um, candidates in the room. So the Republican Democratic Party took the debates away from them. Had I been the president of the League of Women Voters, I would have announced a sex moratorium across the country. There will be no sex in America until we get the presidential debates back. But the woman in charge of the League of of, uh, Women Voters did not have the balls to confront the Republican and Democratic Party on this core point of integrity. I would, if I had the power give the presidential debates back to the League of Women Voters and tell them to never give it up again.
0: Wow. Um,
1: so. Yeah, I mean, by the way, this is me in my well-behaved mode. It, oh,
0: I can tell. <laughs> you're doing a great job. I mean, it, this well, is
1: you're just- asking good questions. You know, I think America's reached a tipping point, And if I ever run for president, it's going to be because Donald Trump made it possible. Donald Trump broke the system, and he is doing a great job economically. He is doing a great job of standing off, and I like to point out to people that Trump has done 10 times more than anyone else against total resistance. Every president since JFK has been anointed by the deep state. That includes Carter and Reagan, okay? Donald Trump is succeeding in spite of the deep state. Now, he can do 10 times more if he passes hashtag election reform and promises a fair shake, he needs a Congress that cannot be controlled by one party. And that means he needs libertarians, greens and independents in Congress so that they're forced to do evidence-based decision-making and they do not get bought out because right now one party can be bought by money.
0: Let me ask you a question, okay? There's been a term that's been tossed around. I'm sure it's crossed your desk before. It's called corporatocracy, the idea that corporations. No, well, deter- it's
1: fascism, really.
0: Okay, all right. Um, how does America stack up against this kind of a term, in your opinion, right now in history?
1: It's there, and let me point out. Let me point out that corporations do not have legal personality. The Supreme Court did not decide that corporations have legal personality. That was actually a an error that was then magnified and institutionalized. And if I were ever president, we would get rid of corporate personality. Um, There are a number of initiatives, including nationalizing the Federal Reserve, legalizing marijuana and so forth, ending the federal income tax that Cynthia and I and others are talking about. Um, Donald Trump is an opener. He's He's the bulldozer that knocked the door down. It's gonna take others like me to burn the barn down and start over. Um, so God bless Donald Trump and God bless Bernie Sanders, even though Bernie Sanders lost his integrity and went along with Hillary Clinton stealing 13 primaries from him. He still made an enormous contribution. And there are a lot of Bernie Sanders people that have come to me and said, hey, hashtag Walkaway needs hashtag on rig. Because right now all the people leaving the Democratic Party have no place to go. Our president needs to offer them choices other than the Republican Party. Okay, I'm about truth. In fact, Cynthia and I agreed on three words, authentic, inclusive, and truthful. And we agreed on one phrase, people, not parties. You're going to hear that again in 2020 and 2024. I love that. It's good. It's authentic. It is
0: authentic. Come on.
1: Um, It's also inclusive. (laughs) It's truthful. (laughs) You know, I drove I drove an RV for 9,000 miles, and 3,000 of those miles, Cynthia McKinney was right there holding oh. school on me, okay? Oh. So we, we did the RV thing together. We had an assistant. She got the Queen Bee suite in the back, and what we found was we were driving too many miles for too few people because the Zionists destroyed our program. And I've written about how the Zionists destroyed our program. They destroyed Hashtag on Rig with six attacks in 90 days. And I tell that story in an article that can be found at tinyurl.com forward slash Google Gestapo. That's when I realized that the Zionists control the social media. And that's when I realized that the Zionists were afraid of conservatives. Because when conservatives say America first, they mean not Israel first. And that's what the APAC and ADL people cannot handle.
0: One of the things that really drives me nuts is how many false flag operations they are waving in front of our face and expecting us to buy hook line and sinker and then are making accusation against those that don't like conspiracy theorists crazy loony so on and so forth now you have incredible insight into false flags and how to identify them. And I want to let you see.
1: Let me give you the basics. Number one, I'm on the record as saying I ran a false flag for the CIA. As a clandestine case officer, I ran a false flag operation. They are real. They exist. They're done all the time. The term false flag originated in maritime warfare, where not only pirates, but for example, Spanish ships would fly the French flag until they got close enough to the French ship to then surprise them. So false flag is a term that means nothing more or less than not what it appears to be, okay? Um, I have delivered to the President of the United States and his intimates a volume of memoranda, 28 memoranda by 26 authors on 9-11. It is absolutely incontrovertible that 9-11 started as a commercial insurance fraud known in 1989, 1990, that George H.W. Bush and Dick Cheney and Governor Pataki in New York and his counterpart in New Jersey all embraced. They all said, okay, so this building has to come down by 2017. We'll bring it down in 2000, but it'll be a terrorist incident. Uh, And so we'll make sure that George Bush and Dick Cheney are in office. We'll steal the elections in Florida so that we can cover this up. And Mueller is going to hang one day because as director of the FBI, Robert Mueller's job was to lie to the American public and ensure that there was no authentic investigation into 9-11. 9-11 could not have happened if George H.W. Bush and Dick Cheney had not committed treason. But 9-11 was planned and executed by the Zionists. And Larry Silverstein and Michael Chertoff and so many others, Arnon Milchand, they need their day in court. They need to be investigated. So these memos went to the president. The president made a promise. He said, I'm going to get to the bottom of 9-11. I have been told that he's read the memos and said this is one election cycle too soon. I will tell you right now, if Donald Trump does not do a 9-11 truth act in 2019, I will run against him in 2020 as a Republican. Okay? So 9-11 truth is going to be put on the table in 2019. There's also Sandy Hook truth. We did a similar set of memorandums on Sandy Hook. Amazon banned that book, okay? Amazon is banning books that it disagrees with. That series of memos not only went to the president, went to the chairman of the Justice uh, Committee in both the House and the Senate. It went to the Attorney General, and it went to the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, who is resigning soon. I think she is really afraid of what's going to happen to her when the American public discovers that the Federal Emergency Management Agency is in the business of running false flag operations in America, some of which include dead people, by design. This is an outrage.
0: I did not know George W. Bush's involvement going far that back, or t- going that far back Oh, my gosh. That's like a whole other level of
1: reason. Let me, uh, let me make it simple for your listeners and your uh-huh. viewers to get to the bottom of this. Everyone knows tinyurl.com, okay? Forward slash 911-POTUS for President of the United States. 911-POTUS and tinyurl forward slash sh-POTUS, all in capital letters. These are free online. I've just spent $3,000 moving my entire operation to Iceland. So these people cannot take me down. I am bulletproof.
0: I mean, that, that's smart. Um, I think it's highly offensive that they've banned your books on Amazon.
1: Jeff Bezos is a good guy, but he's like Larry Page. He lacks ethics. So, okay. let me raise that. Jeff Bezos is a genius who lacks ethics.
0: Walk me through Sandy Hook, please.
1: I'd rather not do that. Um, I'm much stronger on 9-11. What I will say about Sandy Hook is that if people go to these memorandums, they'll find that in the volume to the president that I put together, I extracted from the memorandums that assert truths, which I was not completely comfortable with, I extracted 161 questions that have not been answered by the FBI. On Sandy Hook. We know that the school was moved, that the building was abandoned, the children were going to school somewhere else. There are receipts and documents showing that all of the supplies for Sandy Hook were going to another address. We know with fair certainty that this kid was a patsy, that the FBI has declared that nobody died in uh, Newtown that year. We know that all the homes were paid off uh, on, on Christmas Day of all dates. Uh, and we know that crisis actors were involved. I'm going to stop there because it is not my intent to be a witness onto what happened at Sandy Hook. What I do is I connect dots and I advise the president when I think people are lying to him. People are lying to the president about Sandy Hook, and that includes government employees in the Department of Homeland Defense, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. They are lying to the president, legalized lying, is now a cancer within the US government.
0: Why did they bring down building number nine during 9-11? Which
1: one was number nine? You mean seven? Seven. Yeah, seven. I think they brought down seven. I think they brought down seven for two reasons. Number one, they um, they may have had final control equipment in those buildings for the drones that were dressed up as aircraft. No aircraft brought down the Twin Towers. They were brought down by micro nukes and other explosives. And I think someone like Arnon Milchan, who made two movies about airplanes flying into the buildings, was the theatrical producer uh, for the explosives, which were all staged on the AIG floor of one of the Twin Towers. Now, again, Arnon and everybody else is innocent until proven guilty. But what we did with our memorandums to the president was we asked him to instruct the Attorney General to accept the 54-page demand from the Lawyers' Committee of Inquiry into 9-11 to the Southern District U.S. Attorney. There's a demand for a criminal grand jury on 9-11. There has never been a trial having to do with 9-11 because people have been paid off. Because once you go to a trial, you can do what's called discovery, which means you can subpoena information. I'm also friends with Bill Binney we have all of the cell phones and all of the emails for everybody involved in 9-11 going back to the year about 1995. Okay. If the president were to authorize Bill Binney and I to go into the NSA databases and extract all of that stuff and paint him a picture of who Larry Silverstein was talking to from 1989 until 2001, we'd have the entire thing in there. And there are two faces that would be front and center Dick Cheney and Benjamin Netanyahu.
0: All right. So now you're opening up Benjamin Netanyahu. (laughs) Okay.
1: I I expect the Israelis themselves to put him in jail. Why? He's a criminal. He's a war criminal. Um, This is a man who bragged about 9-11 in his book in 1994. Okay. The genociding of the Palestinians is an atrocity. I have reviewed, and I would encourage people to, to, um, read my summary review of a book called Enclosure. It's about how Israel has genocided the Palestinians. And if I ever have the money, that book is going to be translated into a hundred languages.
0: You know, one of the things- by the
1: way, Benjamin Netanyahu is suspected by his own people of having assassinated his predecessors.
0: One of the things that people really struggle with is that, you know, there is a reason why you can find so many streets and things named after the Rothschild family in present day Israel. You know, pe- people think that this is 100%, especially in like, you know, uh, programmed Christian communities, like, that this is 100% the act of God. And, and they fail to see just how invested the Rothschild family has been in the state of Israel. There's well, more streams than yeah. one going through that nation right now. And uh, I think Look, a-
1: they, they, the, the the deep state consists of the Vatican with the Jesuits as the bankers, uh, the Rothschilds who are not exactly religious people. They're mm-hmm. simply uh, gold merchants, and the Chabad supremacist cult, which considers all lesser Jews to be animals. Okay, Netanyahu has told American progressive and reform Jews they can piss off. They don't get special access to the wall. They're not really Jews. Okay. I mean, I have, if someone goes to fibateiota.net and they put in the search term Zion and strike, they'll get to the 22 strikes that the Zionists have incurred with the United States of America, starting with the USS Liberty. I did not include John F. Kennedy's assassination because there, there were two Zionists who were witnesses, Arnon Milchan, who is alive, and Yachik Rabin, who is not, but they were not the perpetrators of Kennedy's assassination. They were simply joyful, engaged participants because Kennedy was blocking more nuclear smuggling uh, from CIA uh, to Israel. Um, I have been very successful at distinguishing between Zionists and Jews. Mm -hmm. The power of Zionists in America does not rest on 9 million loyal Jewish voters. It rests on blackmail and bribery and Jeffrey Epstein is the poster child for how the Zionists thrive on pedophilia and blackmail about pedophilia to get their way with the US Congress and with selected judges, prosecutors, and political appointees in the executive department. I'm telling you, Zionism is over. It may take us a couple of years to eradicate it, maybe even more, but it's over, we're done. And I will also say to all of my Christians and all of my evangelical and Pentecostals, stop being schlonged by the Zionists they have spent millions and millions and millions of dollars brainwashing christian evangelicals and pentecostals enough of this already there ain't gonna be no red calf
0: <laughs> I, okay i appreciate you saying that really you know i i've been on this thing for years now and it 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 just frustrates me to know when i meet people that think that being uh you know, pro-Bible means pro-Zionist.
1: Right. And There's it's like, nothing. In fact, they, the, the the Zionists are Khazars. They're not Semitics. Okay. This whole history is a fake. In fact, Israel is spending millions and millions of U.S. taxpayer dollars fabricating archaeological sites in Israel. And they are renaming everything. They're putting in Hebrew names instead of Palestinian names and pretending that the Hebrew names have been there for 300, 400 years. Baloney. Look, the truth, my motto is, the truth at any cost lowers all other costs. I believe that eventually we will see a Jewish autonomous region that runs from Tel Aviv to the sea and to the northern border, and we will see a Jewish autonomous region in China. There is already a Jewish autonomous region in Russia, and there will not be a Jewish country. Palestine will be restored to the Palestinians. Judaism is a religion. It's not a state. And oh, by the way, I'm going to take away diplomatic status from the Vatican.
0: Hmm. Those are really, really fascinating. I I mean, I just, um, I want to come back. I have
1: a death wish, you know, I'm trying to piss off everybody that matters.
0: I can tell. (laughs) Um, Okay, so coming back now to false flags, right? There's been this thing, okay, so all of the news media went up in arms, and my wife said, you know, Daniel, something very, very fishy is going on with the Khashoggi situation because why are they still talking about this?
1: I understand that, but right? I want to move on. I want to move on because you've got a whole bunch of questions to ask and I'm not going to be shortchanged here. So <laughs> I have posted on Khashoggi. People can read it at PhiBetaIota.net.
0: Okay, all right. So folks, you can you can get some more on that at the website. We want to talk about um, holistic analytics, true cost economics, and open source everything engineering. I know well, that's what you get. It's to. kind
1: of you to ask about that, but I don't want to waste your time, uh, valuable time on on uh, on the air. But let me just say, holistic analytics means looking at everything together. Okay. One of the problems that we have in the U.S. government is that one side of the Department of Agriculture is paying lots and lots of money to protect prairie dogs. And another side of the Department of Agriculture is paying lots and lots of money to kill prairie dogs. And they're not talking to each other. The entire U.S. government is like that. So holistic analytics, for example, means understanding the true cost of every good. For example, a simple cell phone. This cell phone right here has four dead Chinese in it. Four Chinese people have died putting this cell phone together because China is the only place where Class A carcinogenics are allowed and because of speed they are told to just dip their hands in it with no protection. And so they're putting together these computer parts with Class A carcinogenics and then they go to a leukemia ward and then they die. Similarly, if you look at Monsanto, Monsanto in my judgment has created Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, okay? It's the Monsanto pesticides that are creating cancer and and neurological diseases. Similarly, Nestle and Coca-Cola are sucking up all the water in order to create crap sugary drinks uh, with with stimulants and other things that are bad for you. So I would encourage people to go to robertdavidsteel.com and there they can find my various uh, publications, including Healing the Self and Healing the Earth and my letter to the UN Secretary General. The reason I was recommended for the Nobel Peace Prize was because I have figured out how to achieve all 17 of the UN Sustainable Development Goals in less than 20 years at 10% of the cost of the prevailing Western model, which is 90% profit-taking for the banks and the lawyers.
0: Okay. Because we had talked about, or you communicated with us a little bit before we recorded this program, you believe that these ideas could specifically help the state of Texas, which I happen to live Ah, in. So I am very excited to talk to you about Texas. Talk to me about Texas. I was
1: pointing out that Rick Perry is the director of the Department of Energy, Uh and Rick Perry has a water challenge, but unfortunately, he's working with people I don't trust. He's working with people that want to solve the water challenge with the old ways that are 90% profit. They're blocking me from talking to Rick Perry about open source everything engineering, because I can give Rick Perry 100 water desalination plants at 10% of the cost of what everyone is telling him it will cost. And by the way, you know there are 30 towns in Texas that are running out of water. And once an aquifer drops down to a certain level, saltwater comes in and it's gone forever. Texas is a desperation case, and I'm all about America first. So I would want all my ideas to be implemented in Texas first, and then spread out to the rest of the US, and then taken overseas. Wow.
0: Well, we're gonna believe that some doors open for you.
1: Ha, I- I'd like to think that. I certainly am willing to come to Texas again. Um, I think Rick Perry's a good man. I think he cares about Texas, but he hasn't figured out the same thing that Mike Pompeo hasn't figured out. He's surrounded by trained liars who are deeply invested in the deep state. I sent an email to the Water Council that was not answered. And the reason it wasn't answered was because I pointed out to them that they were looking at spending more money on the old ways that didn't work And they were completely unreceptive to open-source everything engineering. Okay, I can create an open-source everything water desalination plant running on open-source everything solar energy at 10% of the cost of a standard $25 million thing. So $2.5 million instead of $25 million. This is math that the Water Council doesn't like.
0: Okay. Why hasn't someone done this already? I mean, if the idea is there, it works. Like... Is it just that they want to give money to people that are building these more expensive things?
1: You're, 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 asking, you're asking a really, really good question. I think that the answer is because everyone like me that has sounded off has been bought off. And so every time, every it's like whack-a-mole, every time someone like me pops up, they find a way to get that person a really good job where they know that they'll lose the job if they speak out of turn. That doesn't work with me. Um, And Cynthia McKinney, it doesn't work with her either. I mean, she was run out of the United States by the Zionists. It took them six tries to gerrymander her out of existence and they finally succeeded. Okay, so Cynthia McKinney was digitally assassinated by the Zionists. Who essentially eliminated her, her district. Now, this is a woman who gets along with the Ku Klux Klan, okay? This is a woman who everybody in Georgia thinks she should be a senator. At least that's what I'm told. Um, so because of Donald Trump, I now am being heard. I really have to say this clearly. I was not being heard until Donald Trump came along and all of a sudden you had an alt-right Uh, independent media, and Alex Jones and others um, that were willing to listen to me. And so for the past two years, I was being heard in a way that would not have been possible without Donald Trump. Now, Fox News is still corrupt to the bone. Fox News is not helping the president, okay? They don't want to call a false flag a false flag. Fox News is going to play the ceremonial burying of the empty caskets up in uh, wherever this happened. Uh, You know, by the way, if you look at all the people that allegedly died in this most recent synagogue thing, they're all 60 to 90 years old. I mean, one wag said, I wonder if they've been keeping the bodies for the past year and they're just going to roll them out for this event. Okay. It is statistically impossible for 11 people to have died that were from 60 to 90 years old and nobody died that was younger than that. Statistically impossible. And oh, by the way, we called the hospital and the hospital said, no, no bodies were delivered, no wounded were delivered. We haven't heard anything about this. This was a false flag operation. And I am ashamed of Fox News and I'm very distressed that the President of the United States isn't calling a spade a spade. I'll say this,
0: you know, there are times and seasons, I believe that if things continue to go the right way, there's a season where you and people yes. like you are going to come to a place of prominence, because I believe the world, this, the United States, deserves a re-engineering of systems. I agree with you. And I, I have been on this for a long time. And I'm talking about, I mean, even when I was just in Austin preaching, we were doing strategic warfare for the city of Austin this past weekend praying. And I mean, we have all this, we do a lot of intercession stuff going to the top levels, but it's, it's about a re engineering of systems because that's how you bring redemption to a community.
1: In fact, one of the things you have to re engineer is the whole stock market. Because right now the stock market is a perversion. Hmm. The stock market incentivizes short-term lies, and it does not incentivize deep investment for the long term. Um, I have proposed to the president in a memorandum an open-source agency, and it would have two parts, an open-source information bureau and an open-source engineering bureau. Now, I happen to love the University of Texas, and I also respect Texas A&M. I was there right before they – I was there at Texas A&M the day after the monument collapsed and killed 12 Aggies. Um, I think Rick Perry could declare independence from the United States of America, create the Republic of Texas, and turn the University of Texas and Texas A&M into the world's biggest think tank focused on open-source everything engineering. Okay. Um, Texas is a force of nature. And there are a lot of really good people in Texas who are going to suffer desperately when they run out of water, they run out of food. Uh, Bad, bad things are coming to Texas in the next 10 years. They can all be stopped with open source everything engineering applied to the two big ones, water and energy. And Exxon is starting to be sued just as Monsanto is starting to lose lawsuits. We've basically, I, my father worked for Exxon and my grandfather worked for Humble uh, Pipe before that. And I've had an exchange with Rex Tillerson. He has my book. Um, Exxon let the state of Texas down mm. because Exxon did not think about the future and it did not think about its responsibility for stewardship of the state of Texas. And so I would love to see Rick Perry Break through all these liars that are surrounding him and filtering his mail. He has the same problem the president has. Rick Perry is not allowed to hear from people like me, okay? Um, And we're not allowed to speak to him because we threaten the 90% profit-taking. If you really want to get down to Christian values, it's the same as Buckminster Fuller's ephemeralism. Do as much as you can for as many people as you can at the least possible cost. That's my version of Christianity. Okay? I absolutely guarantee you Texas could become a shining light for the world if it became a an innovation center for open source everything engineering.
0: One last question because I want to make sure. You've been
1: you, very uh, patient with me. Thank you.
0: Oh well, I mean you're the guest.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you I mean it's it's your it's your house. Uh, and I want to be very respectful of, of what you are trying to do. And I think we're on the same page. So what's your last question?
0: You're you're, you're both a fan of President Trump and a critic. Okay? Yes. You wrote an article in August of 2015 on how he could win. You authored the Trump Revolution series. Now, you've published report cards on his fulfillment of promises, and you recently published a list of 10 things the president could do to hold the House. Yes. Um. What is the president doing right? And what do you believe he still needs to do?
1: What the president is doing right is being the president. I mean, Mm -hmm. one of the things he realized a month ago is that his communications team stinks. They don't know how to communicate. They have no clue how to do social media, how to do town hall meetings. They have no idea how to do uh, multiple fireside chats that are distributed by uh, by video. I mean, they stink. I mean, I would fire them all. Uh, I've also told the president in a memorandum I know he's read because 4 million people read it and and two people that talked to the president told me he read it, in which I recommended to him that he throw the press out of the White House. He needs to turn the press area in the White House into a Trump studio and a Trump grant strategy cell and a Trump open source energy management center. And from there, he can communicate with every American being killed by the Anti-Defamation League. Because the president, one of the things some people are talking to me about is creating a truth channel so that the president can communicate with all 200 million eligible voters, but also hear back from them, okay? Right now, the president's website is a piece of crap. Uh, He can't hear from everybody, and he can't visualize what people are saying by demographic, by issue, by location. So the president needs a truth channel. We need a national town hall thing that can also do national district and zip code. Uh, uh, town halls and so forth, the president's report card was done by a brilliant guy uh named Paul Adams, and you will note that on that report card, the president is solid green on one third, yellow on one third, and red on one third and I believe that the single greatest mistake the president has made, which is easily correctable, but it could have helped him hold the house, is he's failed to reach out to The Sandernistas, the Independents, the Greens, the Libertarians, the Constitution is still one of my heroes. Uh, Ron Paul could do so much more for the president, but the president has not engaged with Ron Paul and Rand Paul. Um, My bottom line is I'm hoping, I I think there's a chance that we can hold the House um, by one or two seats. But if the president were to do these 10 moves that Cynthia McKinney and I have recommended, Pardon the Black Panthers. Pardon the American Indian movement, people. Um, It's too late now for paper ballots on site. I would appoint Cynthia Mosley Braun, the black female Democrat, to the UN position and announce it as a healing position, okay? That will throw the Democratic Party into chaos. They won't know how to deal with that. Um, He can cut the debt in half, I am distressed when I read about students who have fled the United States of America to India, China, and other places because they can't handle $100,000 in debt. It is within the president's power to declare a debt jubilee for students and the elderly. With the elderly, it's health debt. Okay? We have a rotten, corrupt health system in the United States of America. There is no price list. Okay, The price for any pharmaceutical or for any medical procedure is negotiated on a case-by-case basis Neighborhood by neighborhood. It's a totally dirty, dirty system. Um, I would also like to see um, the president commit now, before Election Day, to hashtag unrig an Election Reform Act to be the top presidential initiative in the year 2019 in time for 2020 to elect Greens, mm-hmm. Libertarians, Independents, and Autos to Congress. If the president commits today to hashtag unrig, He will bring people back who have never.
0: Just say that last statement again. He'll bring people back.
1: Let me repeat uh, from earlier. 50% of Americans do not vote. And 20% of Americans are activists with the green libertarian independent movements, but their votes are gerrymandered out of existence. Okay. So we have a two party I consider Rentz Priebus a traitor. I consider many of the leaders of the Republican Party to be traitors to the president. They're backstabbing deep state pukes who have more in common with Chuck Schumer, who is the senior representative in the United States of America for the Zionist state of Israel, okay? As is Joe Lieberman only, he's now kind of Uncle Joe in the back office. i will make you a deal you can't refuse, okay? So the president needs to broaden his base. He cannot be president for all Americans if all Americans are not part of the election system. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Hashtag unrig to get to make America great again.
0: Got it. Well, I'm going to say this, Uh, folks, you can find Robert David Steele at www.robertdavidsteele.com and there's links that go all over to many things that he has done written um i mean said videos i really want to thank you for taking the time to join us today i know we only have you for an hour and so i want to honor that i really appreciate you making this time for us and um i just want to (laughs) say stay positive because i think you are actually with all that you're doing with the true cost economics, open source ideas, and, and so forth. I think there's something really, really special there. I really do. And I, I, I,
1: I'm positive. And I think I think Donald Trump has injected a positive uh, spirit into America. Uh, let me end by saying that Jim Fallows, who was a speechwriter for Jimmy Carter and is a Democrat through and through, he and his wife flew across America, landing at 100 different towns. And he's written a book called Our Towns. And what he has found is that America is still healthy at the township level. And people are still working with each other at the township level. It's at the national level where the deep state is manipulating everything. We're all red blooded Americans. When I went to the Marine Corps, I learned that I was a light green Marine and I was sharing a barracks with dark green Marines. We are all bleeding red. Okay. And that's, by the way, I don't know if I told you this, but we've got a potential sponsor for 25 million hashtag unrigged ball caps at a dollar each from China, because I can't get them in the United States at that price. And we're going to make them in different party colors. So there will be a red hashtag unrigged hat for Republicans, a blue one for Democrats, a green one for Greens, a brown one for Libertarians, a gold one, for the Constitution Party and white for independence. And the point that I and Cynthia and John McAfee and others are going to try and make in 2020 and 2024 is the two-party tyranny is the biggest part of the problem. We need to unrig the whole system. We start by passing the Election Reform Act in 2019. And if Donald Trump does that, he will go on Mount Rushmore. I will commit to paying for the mountain.
0: (laughs) Well, folks, with that said, We've just reached the end of the program. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. If you would like to connect with us at Bride Ministries or to support what we are doing financially, visit us at www.bridemovement.com.